0: Week three, Jumbo's Club. We head to Shelbyville where Bobby Boucher showed off his strong hamstrings. Talking about hamstrings, what the fuck happened to A.J. Brown? He's week to week. Oh, what about Brandon Ayoub? Nope, he's good. Back to being a stud. Oh, you hate to see it, but that didn't stop the mud rats from beating the brakes off Shelbyville and showing the league that C.E.H. and the football guru is back. Mudrats 131. Shelbyville, 107. The Mahomes tried to stop Zeke from eating, but that man was eating like Joey Chestnut at a hot dog contest. Down Carlson was trying to kick the Mahomes into high gear, but that man was no match for James's offense. Calvin Ridley and Matt Gay danced their way into victory to humble Clay. The league has sent out missing posters of Clay as he turned into the league's nice guy. Last year, he was flicking cigarettes into the eyes of his opponents. James, 98. Clay, 96. Simon's unvaccinated team put the league on notice as he put up 150. Cooper Cup put his cup in Marat's face as he paraded into the number one ranking in football for wide receiver. Mike Evans and Devontae Adams tried to hold off the beating, but it was no match for James Robinson and newly acquired Alvin Kamara. Simon, 149. Marat, 108. Obi Wan Jacoby pulled out his lightsaber and slashed Amari Cooper in the ribs and he was nowhere to be found on Monday Night Football. Najee Harris, 19 targets, was Dave's only hope, but Big Ben's vegan diet showed that Steak and Budweiser is the only way his team could get back on track. DeAndre Swift put up big numbers and showed everyone in the league that he is a top five back. Brad, 120. Dave, 115. In the Battle of the Disgraces, Fergie summoned Christian McCaffrey, who grabbed his hamstring and he was pulled from Thursday Night Football. Nessie saw this and said, It's only fair if I play an inactive player. And kept Deontay Johnson on his roster. His sportsmanship led his team to defeat as both teams couldn't break 100. Bergen, 91. Nezzy, 72. We head to TC Williams where the big-ass TDs is considering a name change after D-Hops has T-Mac panicking more than Deshaun Watson in court. T-Mac responded with a half Nick Chubb who got outproduced by Kareem Hunt. Saquon Quads Barkley marks the Titans into victory and showing the league he is a top five back. Titans 107, TMAC 72. And that concludes week three of the Gentleman's Club. Good day. Look at this. All the fellas have joined the podcast at the exact same time. So thank you for your functionality. I appreciate it. And I'll just go through a brief intro of who's joining us today. So obviously we got the football through with the Mud Rats there. Josh joining us after a big week and a big win for his team. Mitch has a good team, but did not, you know, didn't win this week. So, you know, we'll take it for what it is. We'll get more into that later. And our first guest of the podcast. Clay Allen of the Mahomes has joining us. Clay, how do you feel?
1: I feel amazing. I am uh, very thankful
0: for you guys inviting me onto the podcast, and I'm ready to roll. So I want to hold Good the howdy, spot right now, Clay, and this is what I think, and we'll get into our first segment. But you remind me of Conor McGregor, and why I say that is that last year you won the title. You know, We didn't really count it. It's a redraft league. It was the first league I think we all played together, but you won it. And you were cocky, you were arrogant, you went into everything, you chirped everyone and everything. And now you're kind of on the Conor McGregor comeback tour, where he's like, you're polite to everybody, you're saying thank you, you're being respectful. So, when are you going to go off the rails? When are you going to tell everybody off? When are you going to freak out? When are you going to get arrested? I want to know.
1: <laughs> I can't really explain myself for that, but you know what? Uh, once I go one and four, if that does happen, you know, shit's going to
0: blow up. He's going to punch an old man at the frickin' bar, I bet it. He's going to gonna come p- right now. Frosty John's, watch out. Old man, don't be frickin' drinking a pint by Clay. He's going to punch you out because he's one of four. <laughs> Couple holes in the drywall, boys. All right, so explain to us, because we have no idea what the hell you're talking about. You have this new jinx that you've cleaned, and it's called the Brad David Jinx. What the hell is this?
1: Well, you know what? The Brad David Jinx is a, is a, is a, is a long but short story. You know what I'm saying? Um Monday, Monday during the day, I was working. I received a text from Brad David, aka OB One Jacoby. And the text stated, Wow, you came back and you won, eh? I told him if I lose, it is on him. He or, uh he still had Ezekiel Elliott and Dallas Goddard to play. Um, like it's the principle. You don't really, like, you, you wait till Tuesday to say anything to anyone about their <laughs> matchup, for God's sakes. Like, it's just, it's just not right. Zeke, Zeke, ha- Zeke ended up having 21 points before half, for fuck's sakes. I knew right then and there my week was coming to an end, all because of a name, Brad David. He had the <laughs> like audacity to ask champagne. me. <laughs> he had the audacity to ask me after all was said and done, like when the week was done price on patty is this guy serious like there's no way in hell
0: are you so, selling
1: so the brad david jinx is a real thing people do not let him get that hex anywhere near your fantasy football team
0: so you're selling my homes that's what you're saying you're giving up absolutely not you're tapping like connor i am not tapping out whatsoever i'm still
1: in the fight i'm still in the fight a lot of teams are at one and
0: two. mental midget. <laughs> I, need, I, need to get, I need to get to know Brad more because I like this chirping. I want to hear more of it. Hey, I chirp on freaking Wednesday morning before we get into Thursday night football. I don't care. I'm all for it. Keep chirping. I'm still undefeated. I don't give a fuck what my record says. I'm the tail son. and I'm the bad guy of this league. So <laughs> fucking all for Brad right now. obi one Jacoby, clever name, probably went on Google and saw, th- saw the first name that popped up and said, that's clever. And now I'm going to put it as my team name. So good on you, Brad. And I think the next segment we'll get into, and I respectfully declined this last week because I didn't want to hear Josh like mumbling on for 10 minutes about global warming and the pandemic. But Josh has done his homework. He has some analytics for us. He's crunched the numbers. And I think we should hear what Josh has to say in the segment called Josh's thoughts.
2: Hey, hello.
3: Hello.
0: Hello. Great Hello. intro. Okay, you got us waiting. What do you got to
2: say? Hello. Tom, how the fuck are you bud? Okay, well, uh, I uh turns out here I got hold on, hold on here. I didn't know that uh in fantasy football there's deeper stats. So today I was thinking I got to get on board here and and start riding this wave after a big W. We'll talk about that. And I thought to myself, "That's <laughs> thrown the ball the most in the league right <laughs> no. now." I never thought about it. So I looked, and uh, the top five wide receivers in the NFL right now for targets, Keenan Allen at 33, Cooper Cup at 33, Brandon Cooks at 32, and then Stefan Diggs at 31. And I said, whoa, that's pretty crazy. So I thought to myself, how about tight ends? (laughs) Tight ends. Darren Waller at 33. Travis Kelsey at 26. DJ Hawkinson, 22. This one's a, this one's weird. Mike just uh, Gis- 21. Yeah, that first time. That's right. And then uh, Gronk. Crads, you said it a couple weeks ago. Top five right now. That's for targets. Anyways, at 20. So then I thought, all right, what about the running backs? Najee Harris, 27. DeAndre Sith, 23. That's not bad. Davis, three, is 17. It's already 10 less targets. So Aww. I thought that was pretty wild. And then I went one step further, and I was thinking about the team back and the wide receiver of their – like, you know what I'm saying? of, The top wide receiver and the top quarterback on their team. And I was thinking about TMAC. So I looked into Arizona, and this stat blew me away. After three weeks, A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins – And Kirk, all 18 targets. The value in Kirk, who I'm pretty sure, Tom, you have him. You picked him up. Getting the same amount of targets as uh, Hopkins already. I just thought that was wild. And uh, I'll throw one more thought that I have. I thought, how can I put targets into percentages? You know what I mean? It sounds smarter. Top three tight ends with uh, over 20% target share total. Waller, 25.6%, Kelsey, 25.2%, and then Andrew's at 21.8%. So uh, there's your week three analytics, deep dive. And uh, we got lots to break down, but turns out uh, fantasy football uh, and football in general, they get pretty analytical about it. Clay,
0: what do you think? What do you think uh, about this? What, what's your biggest takeaway?
2: I, I'm honestly mind blown that
1: that that this guy has all these stats written down and 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 ready to go. I'm I'm
2: I'm proud of him for God's sake. Josh so bought six. I didn't think he had it in a
3: personal board the other day.
2: <laughs> it's in, it's incredible what a win does to someone's uh, it, it, personal morale. You know, you come out firing on that on that Tuesday. Absolutely,
0: Mitch. What's your biggest takeaway
3: from what the uh,
0: The stats he dropped. What's your biggest takeaway?
3: Well, I'm just happy that he put that Bristol board to good use.
0: (laughs) I'm pumped, and it it breaks me to say this, but if you guys are playing fantasy football in other leagues, because I I can tell you right now, you're not going to get this guy off Simon. Odell Beckham played, I think, 67% of snaps, of his team's snaps, and had nine targets. That is a... Crazy number to me. He's a stud already. Yeah, he's coming from an ACL injury. So is Barkley. But the thing is, is that 67% of snaps and he's getting targeted nine times. Laundry is on the IR. He's not playing for the next two weeks. And he's getting targeted at that amount. They've already been kind of conservative on him already. So for me, like to see a target share like that, like after one week where he has nine targets, that's pretty attractive to me, man. And I, don't, I, I can't buy him off Simon because he wants a fucking third round pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying in other leagues right now to like grab him because like obviously Baker wants to get him the ball. That is a great stat, and you know hopefully he runs away with it because he is a great talent. And who the hell knows what's going to end up at the end of the year? But um, Mike Issey, in my opinion, if well no one has him, that's a huge sell. I don't think that's lasting. A lot of targets came this week with Jacoby Brissett. He's off the answer. We're going to get into Tua uh, going to be coming back soon. And mm-hmm. you already have to fight with Will Fuller. You have to fight with the Waddle guy who just came in the first round draft pick, and the Vontae Parker. So, if yeah, but those rookie, uh, I guess, Gisecki, great for them and DFS, but I don't know. I don't think mm-hmm. he's the answer.
2: I will say though, uh, their crowds, uh, I shouldn't say rookie QBs, but anytime a new QB comes into a new ho- offense, you go to that tight end. And uh, Mike Giacchi had a lot of promise a couple years ago, never really uh, delivered, and now he has a. Highly veteran and Jacobian. who knows? He could be on something here.
0: Yeah, well, maybe that's the case, man. And what I think at this time, I'm going to tee up Mitch right here. We're going to go into our next segment, which is the biggest winners of the week, which we have, in my opinion, is Chuba Hubbard, Najee Harris, and Derek Henry. Mitch, what do you think about that?
3: Well, Chuba's out because, like, he already – he just started. So you can't really put him in there. But mine was Najee for sure. Najee, no, he, he had 19 targets in the air. Like that's crazy. He hurt. Like, yeah. Juju,
0: Deontay Johnson, he's out. And you had some other guys that were out there in Pittsburgh too. So Pittsburgh's looking good, good though. There. Still, what was that?
1: Pittsburgh's looking real good. I think honestly. I just don't like Ben Roethlisberger,
0: man. They need to get another quarterback. He's a problem. He looks washed. Mitch, what do you think? I think what Mitch thinks right here is Najee Harris. is that's 19 targets, 18 targets. Ben looks washed, in my opinion. I'll tee you up to the next, Clay. Ben looks absolutely washed. I would not feel confident in him starting. And to see, like, basically, I think there was a play where they're trying to tee it up where it's going to be, you know... Fourth and long and it was like one point two seconds. Ben's fucking flipping the ball to Najee because he doesn't want yeah. to get fucking hit. Yeah. You know? His O line shit. So I think that Najee Harris is great. I said Chuba Hubbard just for the fact that as we all know, T McT is gonna be out for the next couple of weeks. Who knows? They played him a lot in the preseason with first team snaps. He looked pretty good. He could be like a Mike Davis of this year. But Clay, who's your biggest winners of this year or I, this week? Sorry,
1: I would say Henry. Honestly, he's been looking good these past two weeks. The first week was kind of questionable, but the the second week he put up 44 fantasy points, which is just absurd. Almost, I'm pretty sure over 200 yards. And then this week again, like he just he just he just runs through people. And I I really like Tennessee's O line, so I would say Derrick Henry for sure.
0: I can. I've been critical of Henry, but if I ask you this question right now, through three weeks, who has more targets, Kamara or Derrick Henry?
1: Hello? I would think Kamara, maybe.
0: Derrick Henry has more targets than Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has more targets than Kamara. And, yeah, I've been the hot take guy saying there's absolutely fucking no way that Derrick Henry's a top 10 back. Yeah. I stand by that if injury happens, because the way that they're using him in targets right now, they usually brought it in a third down guy, and, like, you know, he's on the sidelines. They target him, I think, like, six times or seven times last week. This week, they target him six times. Like, holy fuck. Like, oh, yeah. um, he can run the ball, and now you're targeting him? Like, great idea. Like, I don't know. Like, you don't have to be a fucking rocket appliance guy to fucking figure that one out. But, but Jesus Christ. Absolute stud. And definitely. I, I, I backtrack a little bit on it. I hope that I don't hope that there's an injury. I just know I have a bet with Josh and I just don't want to pay him fucking money because it's fucking Josh. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if I win, pay me. But
2: um, No, no, um, I'll uh,
0: it. Josh. What do you think? Well who's your biggest I, winner of the week?
2: Chubb, like the fact Chubb is Canadian, I didn't know that. So that's awesome. That's a win right there. Go Big represent Canada. Get it done. That's awesome. But I think Najee Man, I was looking at his targets today. Uh, 19 targets, actually most in the week, believe it or not, over Devontae Adams. Uh, Claypool, Najee Harris right now, if Big Ben is going to keep playing quarterback the way he's playing and Pittsburgh's going to keep utilizing uh, Najee, he's on pace for 113 targets, plus all the yards insane. on the ground. It's, it's insane. 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 He's on pace right now to break uh, Le'Veon Bell's record. So, I don't I man, he's he's gotta be a winner right now, but I know it's only one week. So I'm he gonna say so good. Najee? Yeah.
3: Yeah He was hurdling oh, everybody. I had some technical difficulties See that stiff there. arm? My bad.
2: Oh no worries. See that stiff oh. arm there?
3: He looks real nice for a rookie. Welcome back, Mitchell. And he's got yeah. a
0: ninety five percent snap count rate. The next closest is Barkley and Kamara at 84%. So he's almost on the field for almost 100% of his snaps on offense. Mm-hmm. So that's absolutely insane. You don't that's really see insane. that kind of freaking snap rate. And like, that's Ben's freaking
3: terrible. He can't throw the ball. So he just got to give it to Najee. And this,
0: this is a good segue to get into our next segment, the biggest losers of the week. And I want to read you guys off this. And he was a first-round draft pick and after a week i was kind of concerned about it i'm not sure if i'm have i'm reading the right stats i thought you know what they paid naheem hines they paid him i think 6 million per year to be in their offense so for me that was a red flag but naheem hines had 54% of the <laughs> offensive snaps jonathan taylor had 49% their defense wow. is struggling i thought they're going to have a good d i thought they're going to have a good game script but as a after three weeks, I'm really not sure if that's going to be the case. And I'll throw it right over to you, Josh. What do you think about that?
2: It, it's it's uh, tough right now. I think Carson having literally two bum ankles and playing with him, relying on the veteran presence and Heinz. Thankfully, I have Heinz. And I've been looking at it the week he had. It made more for me to put Heinz in. Than Taylor, and that's kind of scary. All I can do right now is ride the wave and hope that uh, Taylor starts to get, because it would be so different. A couple weeks ago, man, if he had got those touchdowns, we wouldn't be talking about this. But he didn't get those, and now maybe they'll both get good. And their offense, and that's I'm sitting there. I'm honestly debating: is that something I got to think about my flex? Especially with AJ going down, like, and Hines is no joke. I don't I'm not mad just because I have both of them and that's why I drafted both of them for this situation. I knew it was a big investment. I wanted to like kinda co- like cover myself, but I don't know. I'm not pull I'm not pulling hitting the panic button yet. So, yeah.
0: I think where I was concerned is I think they had last week they had ten red zone drives. So ten separate downs where they had drives in the red zone. And I believe that Najee Harris outsnapped Jonathan Taylor. And I think game strip does matter a little bit there where they're playing from behind and they want to kind of give that threat that they can be throwing the ball. But unless that defense figures it out and they can keep in a positive game strip because they've been trailing a lot, fuck man. Like he has the talent. He does, but they paid him a lot of money too, Najee Harris, right? So I don't know. And I think the next thing i would ask you, Josh, is what do you think about DeAndre Hopkins and Allen Robinson? Do you think these are guys that we need to be freaking out about?
2: Well, that's—I uh, don't know, man. I—I want to reiterate what I said about those those targets. That shocked me. I didn't realize that, but no, I'm not worried about D. Hop at all. I one game. He's one game. exactly. He's arguably top three in the league. Arizona something special. I'm not worried about that at all. But in saying that, the Bears with Matt Nagy right now, um, and I know it's only one week, but that week last week, if they even play half as that shit, they're still going to be shit. So I'd be worried about just the fact of they have no O-line and they're potentially starting a rookie QB. Right now, rookie QBs are 1-9 and throughout three weeks. That's insane. That's no idea.
0: So I'm going to throw this I, at Clay. I'm going to throw this at Clay. So, DeAndre Hopkins was a stud because his whole career, for the most part, he's been basically a target hog. You know, yeah. he hasn't spread it out. They just look for a D hop. Where the fuck's D hop? We're going to throw it out. And Cliff Clinsbury, in the early part of preseason, basically said, Our offense is taking a new approach. We're going to spread the ball around. And with Josh's stats, that's what they've been doing. They've been spreading the ball around. I guess he was hurt this week. I get it. But the way I look at Hop, I don't look at him right now as a top 10 wide receiver. I look at him as a, you know, wide receiver too. Because you need to be a target target hog to actually produce in that top 10. So, Clay, what do you think about that?
1: Well, like, Hop, like, when, even when he was in Houston, like, him and Deshaun just connected on everything, right? So, like... I don't know. I think. I think. I think there's there's too many there's too many weapons in in Arizona. I don't know if D Hop is going to keep this low streak up after this week, but I guess we'll see. Because Christian Kirk looks really good as well. He does.
0: He looks good too. And Clay, is there anyone else you think will be the biggest loser of this week?
1: Well, my biggest loser of the week is on my team. And it is Damien Harris. I put so much effort into getting this guy. And you know what? I honest I honestly think Mac Jones is just throwing the ball more and he's just gonna be losing touches to Stevenson and Taylor. Like I just there's nothing to really say about that. But I think Harris just needs to have one big game to gain Bill's respect back and I think I think they'll roll from there.
0: That's fair. That was the first New England uh running back I got excited for in a long, long time. Definitely. And I would like to ask Mitch at this time, what do you think about this? What do you think about the biggest I loser think... of the week? What do you think about Clay's biggest loser of the week? Do you have a biggest loser that you want to include in our rankings here?
3: Yeah, I agree with Clay with his like Harris was terrible, but you guys are absolutely insane, like with talking about D Hop like that. It was one game. Like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> he is literally. He's gonna get. So like it was literally one game. I get it, it was against Jacksonville. I was so wrong about that i cranked them, but
0: and we're wrong, and you're now saying that you know I was wrong about Jacksonville, but we should believe you. Why should we believe you?
3: Uh, I wouldn't believe you right now after my freaking week. You got but mud I on your jo- face. Your <laughs>
0: face
2: <laughs> Jonathan that. Taylor. Jonathan yes. Taylor
3: is brutal. <clears throat>
1: like, hey, you, you know need- what? You know what, Mitch? I honestly, two stinkers in a row. What about Tyreek Hill? Like, you got to think about that. I know. I, Mahomes is finding more guys. Uh, Clyde edwards is, is running the ball better. He looks
3: really good. Yeah. Hines had a top speed last game. He's so fast. He, had, he was running yeah. like 20.38 miles per
1: hour last game. top I can't speed. believe he got him in the third round. That's insane, Josh. Yeah.
3: And that could happen too. Like, like I said before, if Jonathan Taylor starts clicking and they start throwing the ball to Hines... You could potentially start both those guys if Definitely. that offense starts clicking.
0: I'm not concerned at all about Tyreek Hill. Not one nah. bit. Because this is what we do. Is he's like, getting double teamed? That's, That's what do- happened. He got double teamed all game. Like... and then what happens? Oh, Edwards Alaire is screwing us. Kelsey's screwing us. We need to spread it around now in defense. And the next thing you know, Tyreek goes off for a 90-yard touchdown.
3: Yeah, uh, I know the inconsistency is what worries me though.
0: Maybe maybe that will happen with Hopkins. My only thing with Hopkins is he's always a target hog. He's always leading the leagues in targets, and I just yeah. think maybe this year with a solid team and a good defense, so far three and zero, that they don't have that approach anymore. You know, and he's probably get more the best, involved to keep people honest.
3: Hundred percent, and he's probably the best receiver in the league in double coverage. So like, he's still gonna do good. I, I'm not. I don't know how that doesn't in... happen to Kelsey. Like, how does Kelsey not like? He just is so consistent. Like Tyreek gets double teamed and he gets shut down, but Kelsey is just
1: Kelsey
0: catches everything. I think that that the stat too was that Kelsey would be a top three, like um, number three wide receiver, if he was counted as a wide receiver. Yeah. Like it's just retarded. I think he had like eight yeah. games or seven games straight of over twenty points fantasy. Like he's an absolute fucking stud.
3: He's so good after he catches the ball. Just put it, just
0: put him in the slot. Gets... Yeah, no kidding. So. We'll... <laughs> go into right away is everyone's been thinking about it we all are you know looking at this matchup right here we got two people living in the same household two people that are brothers and they had a matchup this weekend josh you know what i'll give you some credit here how the fuck did it go
2: (laughs) i i just like to say uh first and foremost um after last week's just uh unprofessional act I had to look in the mirror and I was like am I a mud dog and I said you know what no I'm a mud rat (laughs) and I don't know if you guys have ever googled what a mud rat looks like yeah google what they look like and I just came into this week saying I'm not losing and uh, Jonathan Taylor is scary it's something I gotta figure out but it was so nice seeing Clyde and DK finally start playing like I know they can play when I needed them to play the way that they can. And it was great seeing Arizona all of a sudden throw up 21 points. That doesn't hurt either. But uh, Clyde got lucky with that touchdown. What do you mean got lucky? If
3: uh, he, he didn't, get lucky. didn't get that touchdown, he wouldn't have
2: got a good point. You know what? You're just sour because Tyreek didn't play the <laughs> way he played. I'm happy that uh, even though Jamar Chase is getting a lot of looks – in Cincinnati, Tyler Boyd B- Boyd, sorry, is actually leading Cincinnati in targets. So I'm happy with him, the way he played in flex. and uh. So. No, no. But I think that Boyd was enough there. I obviously could have gone on the bench and reached for Hines. But I don't know, man. I'm happy. It's weight off the shoulder. The Mud Rats are here to take over.
0: Thought? You did good. I was, I'm, I'm going to stop you, Mitch. I'm going to stop you, Josh. So – Jamar Chase, I get he's been a fucking stud. I have Jamar Chase in another league. Mitch, I've already told you what I think about Jamar Chase. I think he's great. Yeah. Seven targets, four targets, five targets. He doesn't get a lot of targets. He's producing. Good for him. He has four touchdowns in three weeks. But is that concerning that he doesn't get a lot of targets? They seem like they're trying to be run heavy in Cincinnati.
3: It's his first year in the league. He's got four touchdowns in four games or three games.
0: That's, I'm asking about the targets. I'm not asking about his production. So that seems like the a target's high, like, uh touchdown ratio to target. That's okay. Like the I
3: not too worried about it to be honest. He's still looking for a rookie receiver. And Definitely. I think he's gonna be good years no, to come, so
0: he's looking great from a keeper's perspective. Listen, he's but... my prize
3: possession right now. He's the only thing keeping me sane about my team, so <laughs>
0: Understandably so, but Josh, do you have anything else you want to talk about about your matchup before we get into Mitch? Anything on what? your bench that sticks out that makes you excited?
2: Yes, I have to say uh, <laughs> yeah. that unvaccinated uh, Cole Beasley there. <laughs> the way you guys have treated him and not allowing him on your teams, I'm pro-freedom of choice. I'm personally vaccinated, but I don't care if Cole's not. He's welcome to come over to the Mud Rats and seeing the target's He's gotten in three weeks. It's insane. So he's de- definitely becoming a flex wow. option for me. And it's looking like him and Hines are definitely guys I got to keep an eye on moving forward as as potential guys to to use uh, down in the mud rat uh, cage there. <laughs>
0: I, I will talk about this more. But seeing Beasley and seeing Sanders targets makes me freaked out for Stefan Diggs.
1: Definitely.
0: Yep. yep. The target share for him is going down and he has like Beasley last year was a and team. they're doing better. They're doing better. But like thirteen targets week one, four targets week two. There's a blowout. Thirteen targets again. Fuck, Beasley. Come on. Don't get COVID, bud. Like you're looking good. <laughs> yeah. You're <But> looking <laughs> real good.
2: I just need Josh to toss one into the end zone for him. If he gets a touchdown and keeps up that amount of target share, I mean, the value of just picking him up, and I think it was after week one, that's crazy. And, yeah, let's hope uh, the guy doesn't get COVID down there in greasy Buffalo.
0: Mitch, thoughts? What do you think? Reflect. What happened?
3: Well, it's uh, not ideal. It's a lesson for all you kids out there. You should never uh, underestimate your opponent. We you went into our home barn. We went into our home barn in Shelbyville, and thought we were playing a minor league team. So we kind of went out partying the night before, you know. And no
2: way, you were in my barn?
3: We we got our <laughs> shit bad to us. It wasn't good, but you know, we learned some things, and hopefully, we're going to come into week four. We're gonna we're gonna do good.
2: We're staying positive. So, congratulations, a- Josh. Thank you sir. I have a positive note for you too. I did a little research as a positive cuz I don't want to be a dick about the W and and uh could, you know, I didn't have a win yet this year, but you gave me that one. So that was pretty yeah, cool. you're um, welcome. Um <laughs> Gibson, I know you you have mixed feelings. He has the most evaded tackles so far after 3 weeks with 21. There's a little positive note.
3: Who? Who would you say? Gibson, sorry. Oh, Gibson. Man, did you see that run? That's all I needed to see. Yeah,
1: that was insane.
3: Well, it was a catch. He caught the ball like at like the 13-yard line and ran the rest of the way, and I don't know how he got in the end zone. That's wild. My running backs finally showed up, but my receiver freaking took a nap.
2: And yeah, Pitts, and that's something that's if-
3: kind of scaring me, but he's still like a keeper in my mind, like he should I don't know. Atlanta's just shit.
2: The last thing I want to say too um, is AJ Brown, man, does that suck? We'll see what happens. Yeah. On IR. Because if they you just keep him as nice an out, him
3: out. Yeah, before we statement uh, be- week for the Mud Rats there.
0: Clay before what we say? Clay, Before
1: what we move say? before we move on to the next uh, weekly breakdown, I would like to give Josh credit on this one. The Mud Rats came out to play and they played hard and fast and strong. Um, Justin <laughs> Herbert with 30 points and the Arizona D with 21 points. That is yeah, just what's absurd.
2: What's
1: that? So congratulations yeah, I don't... my dogs on that win. Thank Congrats. you. If it hadn't, been...
2: <laughs> hadn't have been for the defense there. Kids, that's why you always <laughs> yeah. want to get a
1: good defense. So they can win it for you. Defense wins championships, fellas. Hey, that's
0: right. Clay, tell us about how defense wins championships in your matchup here with James. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> What a turnaround. Uh, defense
1: does not win championships with zero fucking points, for God's sakes. <laughs> Tampa Bay just absolutely exploded. Like I don't even know what to say. My my boy Terry put up eight points. Taylor Hanecki just absolutely shit the bed. Couldn't throw the ball. That's why Gibson had such a good game. I had Javante Williams on the bench. If I had a had him in in my flex, I probably would have won the week, which is so shitty. And to talk about the uh, Brad David jinx, but I'm not even going to go into it because that's just absurd. Zeke had a great week too, and you know what? I'm surprised J- uh, James had Hunt on his bench with 24 points as well. It's just, I don't know, sad. Would have been a bigger, bigger win. That's all I got
0: to say. Mitch, what do you think? Uh, How about like, the matchup? Yeah, I was,
3: uh, I was wrong on this one, on my prediction. I thought Clay was going to take it, but I don't have much on this one. Harris didn't. I don't know what's going on with Harris. Like, Two points. Yeah, same as what like what Clay said. Zeke's back. I don't know why everyone and because that offense is pretty lethal. But yeah, I don't have much on that one. It's pretty underwhelming Josh? for
2: both. I agree. Zeke's back, and uh, <laughs> if I'm if I'm James, there, do you just put Kareem in? And just roll with it because Cleveland's doing so well, crowds. I would. Because that's what stands out to me is just having Hunt on the bench. And it's like, well, he's always going to be there. He, they're always going to give him an opportunity to get a touchdown and get some touches every game.
0: Look, like, I would like to think that David Montgomery is not going to be the guy he is right now. He played against a top defense. So, like, I can't, like, give James, like, I can't look at his roster and be like, I would have done much different, you know? Robert Woods has been a guy that I think a lot of us looked at earlier in the pre-draft. We're like, you know what? Like he has Maddie Stafford now. Like he's going to put up numbers. He's been doing not a lot, which is kind of concerning. But yeah, yeah like three going to do these kind of things where he's going to be like a number one uh, running back in one week, and the next week he's going to be a flex kind of guy. So yeah, you can always sneak him into your flex. It's good to have the options. Mm-hmm. Carolina's D looks fucking legit. Julio oh, yeah. was on load management this week. Goddard, Scottdard, I hope if Urch goes down, he's probably going to be a top four tight end, in my opinion. And like, he has a good team. So he prevailed over Clay. Surprisingly to me on this matchup, no one fan, only 2.5. Like, yeah. they lost yeah. Gary Judy the yeah. And they played the Jets. Like, what the hell is going on there? And, yeah. you know, I think it's going to be a flip a coin kind of thing. I think if you look at the Arizona wide receivers more like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where it's like, you have a couple stud wide receivers. You have more, you have Kirk, you have AJ Green, D hop. I think it's gonna be like flip a coin every week who's gonna be the guy to produce, right? So Matheson, yeah. you know, good for him. Clay had him. I think had I was him like,
3: how did he sit on yeah, that favor for yeah, so long? You know he just picks them up. Like, that was,
1: that was Twenty points or something like that. That was that, that yeah. was pretty big, but it didn't do anything
0: for me. But Javante yeah. Williams, like he put up eleven against the Jets. First like, T D. You you don't love it. Like, I think mm. Melvin Gordon is playing better than him right now. For uh, sure. I think there could be worse options to have as a bench running back, but that's just my thoughts on it. Does anybody else have anything to say? Oh get to uh week four here, Kratz. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Hey, guys. So, I love this segment because we're going right into my team, which is now one and two. Look at the T.C. William Titans. Oh, we're, prevailing. we're stomping over the big-ass TDs. So, that's what I like to fucking see. <laughs> and I love Cordell Patterson. That was a great waiver-wire pickup. I have options with him. Jefferson's producing like a stud. Jalen Hurt looked fucking awful for freaking three quarters, but picked it up in garbage time. Saquon's performing like a stud. And you know what? Brandon Ayuk, look at that guy. Six targets <laughs> last week. He should have had two touchdowns. I'm going to be playing him next week. I am so thrilled to do that. Who?
1: So wow. Who?
0: <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. I'm playing him next week. I'm pumped about him right now. I think he's back out of the doghouse. He's going to be doing great. Mac has a decent team. Underperformed with Nick Chubb. Miles Sanders, i didn't get many carries at all. I don't know what the hell they're thinking there. I know we like a lot of the offenses in the NFL to pass more, but they kept passing, never ran the ball. D Hop injured, but still concerned there. But overall, hey, let's go Titans, man. What do you guys think? Groff got shaken up big time. To What do you think, t- Clay?
1: I don't know. I, I Congratulations, I guess. Thanks, Matt.
0: Appreciate it. All to you, Josh.
2: (laughs) Well, I think uh, I agree with um, what you said there about D-Hop. I don't think it's anything serious, but I said a little, like, a couple weeks ago, the Arizona connecting, stacking them, that's huge, but you got to live by the sword, die by the sword. Unfortunately, this week uh, didn't go his way, and you got lucky. Um, And congratulations, Saquon's doing something. And this week during the trade, Total combined points: Chark and Ayuk put up 24. Brown put up 0. 0.3. and Boyd got like 11 and a half. So, looking like this, trades uh, going the TC Titan Williams way, whatever the fuck his name is. But uh, yeah, good luck, guy. Fuck this matchup really, really, was... really
3: makes me question everything I know or will ever know about. Man,
2: I thought Mitch one last. I don't week, understand. I, when I won it. I thought when I won it on Sunday, I was like, okay. Titans are going to lose. I'll roll into the pod being like, ah, you know. And then all of a sudden, he pulls it off against who we were saying could win the whole thing.
3: I don't understand how the Arizona boys put up those numbers against Jacksonville. Murray didn't even – and Hopkins didn't even break four.
0: Like, against Jacksonville. I don't get it. It makes me question everything. What's more shocking to you to see those stats or Nick Chubb putting up
3: 8.4? Yeah, the Chubb one's surprising, too, especially because Hunt did so well. So, I don't know. That'd be a little concerning.
0: All right. Good for the Taylor. Titans. I guess we'll move along here because I know you guys want to talk about my success. I yeah. groove in, groove in. <laughs> hey,
3: Barkley. No, Barkley. Yeah. I got to give you props on him. He did good.
1: Yeah, and I like I like that Patterson pickup as well. That was a great Patterson. One. Yeah, I'm so I'm I was so thrilled to get him, man. Him. Yeah, cool. yeah. Wide receiver,
0: running back kind on of a duo there. Like they're
1: he's a monster. He's almost like
0: 50-50 with freaking um. I think it's Mike Smith there.
1: He's so fast.
0: Oh my yeah. God! So I'm thrilled about that. We'll go into the next matchup here. We got Simon. We put up beating on Murat, and I'll tee <laughs> up Mitch here. What do you think?
3: Simon is like seriously scaring me in this yeah. right like game yeah. is uh
0: i don't know what he
3: was on the draft night but he had some insider trading but he's scaring the shit out of me taylor could have some good weeks but i wasn't that good i don't know simon's just like i think he might have his name on another trophy like the he's- first Hockey, Simon wins first year of football keeper league. He might have another name on the trophy. Like Cooper sure. Cup is on steroids. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Crabs, you boosted his team, giving him Camara. And Mike Williams is. I watched that game and he like stood out to me like crazy. Like he just looks like he's like possessed. He looks like bigger and faster than everybody. So I don't know, props to Simon. I think he's like might be the favorite to win right now, in my opinion.
0: Well, that's fantasy football. A lot can happen between now and week seventeen. So
3: That is a valid point.
0: Can he manage between those timelines? I'm not sure. Right now, looks like a great fucking team. He goes in the playoffs, probably the top team in the league. Yeah. Play, what do you think? Yo know, wow.
1: Say everything that Mitch said, like, Cooper Cup is just ridiculous. Like, Stafford's just giving him the ball like, like candy. And fucking uh, Mike Williams, like, what the hell is that? Like, I just don't even get 29 <laughs> no. points for – and Simon just beats him by 40 points.
0: What do you think, Josh?
2: I think Simon's uh, showing us why he uh, decided to keep the name super team. But like you said, it's a long season, and a lot can happen, and we've all seen him play poker. That's a long game. He always starts off with a lot of chips, and it doesn't go his way. So we'll see what happens. But right
0: now, Simon is is, uh,
2: (laughs) making his presence known (laughs) in the Gentleman's Club.
0: He's selling Odell. He's selling Odell. I don't know if anyone can pay the price that he wants. He has some options on his bench that he can be selling. I would just be curious to see if he's going to make a mistake, if he's going to sell. Does Mike Williams, he's a stud right now. He's a top probably three wide receiver in this year, I would imagine. I haven't looked at it. But I think there's some mistakes that can happen. He's got to upgrade at tight end somehow. But right now his team looks solid, man. I think Brady might even break the Peyton Manning record for the most touchdowns in one year because he has so many options. That's a tough Rams defense, and he put up almost 30 points. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I so, you still there? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. All right, beauty. We'll go into the next matchup we have is Dave's team versus Op1 Jacoby. Oh, Very clever God. name here. The Brad David Jinx is well, in fact, or the David Brad Jinx. And what do you think about this matchup?
2: Oh, like
1: I don't even know what to say.
0: Like I honestly don't even want to give him any credit. But like, he wins <laughs> by
1: five points. He's three and zero. Oh. That's all I've been hearing for the past fucking twenty four hours sick of it is Elijah Mitchell dropped after week six I hope so I honestly hope so because he was foaming out the mouth at Elijah Mitchell for God's sakes
0: yeah sermon
1: yeah sermon yeah
0: 100% so what do you think Mitch what do you think about this matchup what do you like what do you hate
3: this one I really like Swift because I he it was a bunch of question marks for me before the season and where he got drafted. He was drafted in the fourth round. That's a uh, pretty good tag for him. If I do Looks face He like does
1: look like a yeah. stud?
3: Yeah, and especially with that tag for like a running back like that, he's getting lots of volume. Not really much competition, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave still should be happy with his team. Najee's killing it. Jones is killing it. Those are two stud running backs. So, yeah. But, Dave, holler at me if you need a receiver. It's <laughs> a little light on receivers. But... Wow. Well, Tyler Lockett,
0: yeah, not great. For and, Dave? No way. Well, yeah, I think he went down. He almost got carted off. Like, I don't know what the hell is wrong. With him. I haven't seen the injury report yet. I guess we'll see yeah. it tomorrow. Yeah. But, you know what, Dave, one thing we'll give him credit for. He's got a lot of depth on his bench. Like he's had two people go yeah. down this week of Tyler Lockett and James White. James White might be out for the year, but he's had Melvin Gordon, who's looking better than his counterback on the Denver Broncos. Miles Gaskin's not going to be that bad, and Marvin Jones has been doing pretty freaking decent. So good for him to have some options there. And I think yeah. his receiving core, like Amari Cooper and freaking Keenan Allen, Amari's not going to do that bad every week. He's hurt this week, and I well, guess pretty good you know, team
3: for a guy who doesn't even watch football.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: likes a lot of college football. I hear. But Josh, what do you think?
2: I think uh, that the Tyler happens with that. Hope it works out. But in the back of my head, it's really making me nervous that Russell is deciding to, depending on the game, pick either Lockett or DK, and just fire it all at him. So I think if it could have been if. I didn't get the targets on my end. Mudrats would have lost. Fortunately, for Dave, so I hope everything works out, but not too well. But Brandon Cooks, we have talked about Swift. What about Brandon Cooks? Those two guys I've been yeah. talking to Dave, or Brad about, sorry. And he's not budging. Good for him. You know, the Mud Rats got to kick tires. Top four in targets, and he's is playing right now with a rookie quarterback on a shit huge... And he's becoming the new D-hop of everything goes to him. He's a proven 1,000-yard yeah. guy every year. The value that Brad got him at, awesome. And he's going to be a player we got to watch out for.
0: Yeah, I would agree.
2: I totally agree, too.
0: What a great freaking value got <laughs> Brandon Cook's at. He keeps doing it every single year. Different team all the time. And just consistently, you know, he produces. Yeah. So, we'll go into our last matchup here that we have. Which is the Bloxies with Fergie versus Nezi's team. Yeah and this is bad. You know, not a great matchup. I think this was kind of like one of these matchups we look at and like, God damn it, why were we not playing one of these guys? <laughs> Huge e controversy too. So many passes, so many passes this week. He could have been a complete freaking stud this week. And, you know, you hate to see what happened to C. McSee this week with a hamstring injury. Apparently, it's not too bad. But at the same time, you know, Fergie ha- – sorry, Nezzy has some sportsmanship. He said, you know what? I see what happened to C. McSee. I'm not going to put Deontay Johnson on my bench. <laughs> I am going to keep him in my lineup because I am, you know, I'm a good guy. And that's all I took from this. I don't know what Josh thinks about this, but Josh, let me know what you think.
2: Oh, God, I, I-, I got to be honest here. I'm scared about the hamstring things uh, just as much as Ferg right now with my guys. I couldn't imagine first overall after everything has happened. Hope it works out because he was firing on all cylinders. And uh, I don't want to get too too crazy about it. I think he'll be okay. Give him a week or two and he should bounce back. But, uh, Nezzy, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I guess he was just being a sportsman. He could have threw Moss in. I know Shepard was hurt, but he had options and uh, – it's just one of those situations. All you do is uh, shake your head and just hope it doesn't happen again. You know, what What else can you do here? He, like, he's nailed it best, these two guys.
0: And, in, you know, yeah. the next thing I'll get into, I'm going to ask play this. And this is what I'm looking at. I Just like, you know, the thing where in the computer where you can see the bench. And I'm thinking to myself, why on God's earth? And I'll ask you guys if you guys would think the same as me. You have Denver on your bench against the New York Jets. The New York Jets last week, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, I think, threw yeah. four interceptions. And then Washington, who's supposed to be a good defense, is playing Buffalo. Buffalo. So they're not a good defense. Why is Washington on his roster and Denver on the bench? Mitch, what do you think?
3: Well, guys, uh, I'm going to chalk this one down as pure negligence and i'm just gonna let everyone know this is for nezzy i don't like what i see here i feel like there's controversy here i feel like Ferg got kind of gifted a win in a sense and yeah don't do that guys (laughs) (laughs) clay what about you
1: I'm just wondering how much Ferg paid Nezzy for this win. Like, that's all I want to know. Like, oh, this is just atrocious. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. No, John I'm just Tom kidding. I'm let just let you... kidding. Hey, buddy. I'll give Ferg 16 you know points what?
1: this week. It was a kicker's matchup. Crosby, 16 points. You see that's that? A... Like, <laughs> was, what the hell? And that. then Justin Tucker for Nezzy hitting a 66-yarder for 17. Who saw
2: like, it? Who saw it? Was that the guy that Ferg traded Jalen Hurts for? Yeah, that, yeah.
3: That, that
2: Jalen kicker. Hurts had five more points for the record. <laughs> oh, fuck.
3: That was a hot take. I said Crosby was going to win him the week. week. <laughs> Wild. You should be happy.
1: That 66-yard okay. kick was unbelievable, too. Yeah.
2: That was a delay game.
1: <laughs> was
3: it
0: a delay. was a delay it, game. It Dave was. Dave could probably hit a 67 one, but. That's right. Oh, yeah. fuck. No, don't do this again, Mitch. I can't wait for Dave to come back home so we can go back out to the field in St. Stevens because we are the best school in Bowmanville. We have put <laughs> up the most trophies. We have the most medals and we are undefeated. And Dude. Dave, I would love to see you Dude. hit a Dude. 40-yard goal produce gonna... yard field goal when he get back, boys, shut up unless I'm talking to you. If Dave can hit a 40-yard field goal when he gets back to Ontario, I will give him a six-pack. That is on me. And I was block him. If he can hit a forty-yard field goal, I don't think he has it in him. Wow. I think he's got tight I don't back. think he can do it. What uh, do you think? Okay. Dave can hit a forty-yard, forty-yard, field forty-yard. Field I don't know. I was kicking <laughs> him there. Dave, and I don't know.
3: If I was hitting like thirty-five. I think he could do it. I, I'm blocking. <laughs> You're blocking? No, definitely not. And who's holding right, the buddy. ball? That's that's a big question.
0: I'll give Simon. He's got steady hands. He's got a good team, no. right? So, no. I'd imagine that he would be good to hold the ball for
3: him. Oh, he's not hitting
0: it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Clay, Josh, any more thoughts on this last week's matchup here? We'll get into the next buy or sell. But if you have anything else you want to go off your chest, let us know. No, that's no, everything to no. me. I'm okay. All right. Going on to the next segment buy or sell. Nezzy will make a trade this year. Mitch, buy or sell. Uh, I'm going to go with a hard no here. (laughs)
3: Because I just think think he's going to have probably going to have 25 to 28 pending trades at one point. I just, uh, I don't know. Nezzy needs to, if you're listening, Nezzy, you need to uh, check your lineup and decline trades or accept trades. But yeah, I'm going to go with a no.
0: Clay, what do you think?
1: Uh, I'm buying that. I honestly think he should just be looking for draft picks at this point. 0-3 to start the year. Maybe if he gets a win next week, but I think it might turn around, but we'll see.
2: Josh? I'm a yes with the asterisk of so if he does make a trade. You know the Mud Rats are the one who got it done. <laughs> <laughs> little slimy Mud Rats. I
3: yeah, you, guys have,
0: today.
2: you guys have
3: trade history.
0: I sent that's Nezzy it. a trade today, and my trade for Nezzy was, I think it was Josh Jacobs in an eighth-round pick for Joe Mixon, and I was going to – sorry, Josh Jacobs in a third-round pick for Joe Mixon in eight. No response. Wow.
3: Yeah. Well, I tried to go for oh, Mixon,
0: too, and there was no response either. That's disrespectful. No response. Next segment. That's uh, not good. Derek Carr will finish as a top-seven quarterback by herself. You go
2: ahead, Josh. Listen, I love John Gruden.
0: I love everything
2: about Vegas. I love <laughs> all of them. No way is it gonna happen. It's just it's too good to be true. Something's gonna something's gonna screw the Raiders up. Uh Clay, what do you think? I know that's your uh your right. uncle there owning oh, that no. team. If you ever wanna see something funny, Google <laughs> the owner of the Raiders. It looks like Clay. Clay, go ahead, what do you think, bud?
0: Oh I'm yeah, selling Mark this. Davis?
1: I'm selling this. I can name seven better quarterbacks that are going to end the year better than Derek Carr, for God's sake.
0: Go for it. Really?
1: Me right now? Mahomes, Allen, Jackson, Rogers, Brady, Herbert, and Murray.
0: Oh! oh, That was quick. We'll see it again. Name it again. Well done. Okay, you ready?
3: (laughs) Mahomes. Ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Mahomes,
0: Josh Allen. Is this in
3: order? No. Okay.
1: Lamar Jackson... Rodgers, Brady, Herbert, and Murray.
0: Hot take. I was okay. Um Mitch, I you don't want to disagree with that?
3: that. Yeah, I, honestly, uh, kudos to you, Clay. I said yes, but you're yeah, to be honest, <laughs> I said I said yes. He's I think pretty consistent so far, and I can't really see anyone doing it. But I don't know, Clay
1: just freaking off oh, the he... top rope there and. He's definitely been he's definitely been decent, but there's 14 more weeks left, guys. Like we got to think about that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I been he's been absolutely insane for the last seven weeks going into last year. I think he's on a pace right now to break the um, throwing record for the complete year at 6,800 yards for the complete year because he's been throwing 300, 400 yards per week. I would say maybe Aaron Rodgers at this point. 'cause he had a weak start, I would not, not not not, I'm really not sure if he's going to be the one that will be over Derek Carr. So this is a tight one. I'm not saying you're wrong on that. I'm just saying yeah. this is not as close as that everyone's you know want to make it seem. Like he's been playing lights out. Yeah, if he no, does man. it'll be close. He'll be like six yeah. or seven. Yeah. Number three, James Robinson will finish higher rest of season than Antonio Gibson by herself right to Mitch.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> did you, like I said before, all,
0: did you see that run?
3: That's all you need to see. James Robinson Jackson.
0: What did? What do you mean?
3: What game? did he do the rest of the game? He relishing his in his amazing catch and
0: run. If he didn't have that seventy-one yard run on receiving, what would he have done the rest of the game? How was the snap count?
3: Yeah, that's a big uh, what if. That didn't happen.
0: I mean, he it's did important what he now. did. It's important that it does. That's all I needed lessons. to say. Antonio Gibson made... had 58% snap count, and J.D. McKissick had 46%. Hey, so if, if
3: that was Saquon Barkley, he probably would have dropped the pass, and he probably would have freaking.
0: Um, Am right? <laughs> is that your argument? <laughs> yeah. My, I'm a okay, hard good. no on that one. We'll go Antonio. To the to the analytical guy right now. Josh, what do you think? James Robinson will finish higher rest of the season than Antonio Gibson.
2: No, no, just for the simple fact of I think Antonio is a better running back than James Robinson. They're both shit teams. I, a think Antonio's
0: receiver,
2: a, I think Antonio is just a better player. And I I think that Urban Meyer is too much of a sketchy guy. He's right up there with me with Kyle Shannon. His dudes you don't want to mess with. So, no, I'm saying Antonio. So.
0: Clay, what do you think?
1: That's respectable, Josh, but I'm going to sell that for sure. I honestly think, I, I, I do think James Robinson is a stud for sure, but Antonio Gibson just has more opportunity to run. Like, Washington only has one wide receiver that can really catch the ball. So, and Lawrence loves to throw also. So, that's pretty much what I have to say about that one. I am buying.
0: I am buying just because, like, what? James Robinson did last year, and I think I just think that Urban Meyer, like the last like three weeks, he keeps giving James Robinson more touches. And I just don't think that he's going to shy away from that. He's starting to realize that Carlos Hyde is just another guy. And I think that James Robinson is, you know, I think I would I I really wish I would have bought him earlier. But, you know, that's what we all er- say. You wanna buy on the dip and then you see someone on the dip and you're like, oh that looks ugly, and you just don't do it, so. I don't Remember, think it's gonna be though. a huge I don't think it's gonna be a huge um gap between the two, but I think James Robinson will finish higher rest of the season. Number four. DeAndre Swift will finish higher rest of the season than Jonathan Taylor. Clay, I'll go to you.
1: Honestly, I'm gonna buy that right now. At this point, uh Naheem Hines is R B one A in Indy. Getting more <laughs> passing touches and he is getting some running touches. And and Swift is really looking like a stud, so that's, I'm buying that. Josh, do you?
2: Uh, Well, I, and foremost, this is bittersweet because uh, I think Swift is dope. But, no, I'm going to stick with my guy. JT's going to figure it out. Um, I say it, it half-heartedly, just based on, I think, uh, Swift is going to end up in prison. So, that's why I'm going with JT on this. <laughs> Mitch?
3: The Mudrats are a loyal squad, but uh, I think they're absolutely insane obviously Swift without, Swift without a question
0: Taylor the last a one here more. Stephon Diggs will finish behind Mike Williams rest of the season and total points I'll go to you Mitch
3: I'm gonna sell Mike Williams all day I already talked about him a lot he looks like a beast out there so yeah Josh I'm gonna sell.
2: No, I, I, I'm gonna trust in Buffalo that Diggs is gonna be his guy as much as I. have Beasley, I, I think he's too talented. Mike Williams is is running, running on a high note right now, but, I no, I'm sticking just with the name value and what I've, past previous years. So no, I'm sticking with Diggs play yeah i agree with that as well josh and uh
1: i just think i think the chargers have like eckler and allen too right so i know i i know sanders and beasley on buffalo are, are starting to heat up but i just i i think Diggs will have a couple a couple blow up games and get 30 points so i
0: wouldn't disagree with that especially with mike williams history too of getting injured you know a little bit concerning to me but at the same time, like I, I think at this point I don't think anyone thinks that this is like a weird question to ask, like who's gonna be higher ranked. And at the start of the year you're probably thinking, like, holy cow, like are you even kidding me that you're asking this question? Yeah. Which really. was absolutely nuts. But Mike yeah. Williams, if he keeps doing the things that he's doing, he might be the you know, the MVP of the draft. So Yep. All right, we'll finish this off the week preview. We'll go to the Shelbyville Sharks versus Simon. And, Mitch, I know last week you were very prepared, all these breakdowns. So, from that last week, I'm going to suggest that you're probably very prepared this week. So, I'd love if you could leave this off in every single one of these matchups.
3: Yeah, no, I'm not prepared at all for this. Because last week game okay, going me, off. Okay, then, Clay, right? are you prepared? Oh, you I'm, the only thing, the prepared. only thing I have for me and Simon is I'm fucked. And that's it. Simon. Not <laughs> <fucked. laughs> that's all I got. I'm just absolutely fucked. I had one thirty-two. Simon,
2: me one fifty. No, I'll start it off Tom, if you want. Tom, you're gonna be close. I'm with Mitch. Mitch is fucked. Mm-hmm. No, no, uh, doesn't look good. Clay, what do you
1: think? Okay, so I I got Simon winning one twenty-eight to one hundred nine. Mitch's player, Mitch's, Mitch's team needs to come out. Like, like, like Chase has to have another big game. All your players need to have, like, huge games for you to succeed or else Simon is taking you into the ground.
3: I know, Clay. I know.
1: I'm just letting you know Not... again.
0: <laughs> hey, man, you got Joe Burrow against fucking Jacksonville and you got Jamar yeah, against Jacksonville. True. So good on you on that. Kyle Pitts, Washington doesn't look too fucking good. Yeah. San Fran hasn't looked great either. Atlanta for Antonio Gibson. You got a couple good matchups here that I think you can thrive on, especially Court and Sutton, Sutton right now. I mean, Everyone's crazy shit's up. Denver, so. Who knows, man? The Mud
1: Rats beat me last week.
2: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I Neither was know. just
0: about to say that, for God's <laughs> sakes. And do I need to introduce the next matchup, or Clay and Josh, do you think you can do it? Well,
2: speaking of ground there, crowds, or what Clay was saying about getting beaten in the ground, the Mahomes about to experience the mud. And uh they're about to roll into a to a place I've never been in their lives. And uh, I'm actually very nervous because if Taylor doesn't produce and Clyde doesn't produce, this isn't gonna be close. So I'm debating Wait, right think? now. I,
1: I think it's gonna be an absolute battle. Like I just think it's gonna be going back and forth, back and forth. But you know what? I need Terry, DJ and Harris to have like huge weeks. Just like like DJ's been pretty consistent. to need him to keep it up. And you know what? I need Dalvin Cook back and healthy for a, a nice twenty point to twenty five point week.
0: I mean you can't be feeling great about Harris against Tampa Bay, can you?
1: No, no, definitely not. But you know what? Anything can happen. Okay. I'm debating right, right.
2: now on Starting Hines. I need to be thinking <laughs> about Starting Heinz and Taylor. I need you're to, getting, man. The Colts are unpredictable.
0: You're getting in your own head. I Dude, mean you got Heinz you got Hines there, and Tony Pollard on the bench. So just, you got and Pollard, for sure. And no Tony O'Brown and Antonio Brown. Like he could be back next week and he's playing the Jets. True. I haven't told you mean AJ
2: Browns. You yeah, traded him to about. me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would Are make a, yeah. lot yeah, yeah, a lot more sense. Come on, trads. I've done what? my notes, I've done my research. Fuck this guy over here. <laughs> what does AJ
3: stand for, though? It
0: could be Antonio. Junior. I don't so know. I got it. so excited about that. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So, we're on to my match up here, and I guess I'll just lead off here, because, you know I, oh, yeah, I know, I know. another win. Another win. We're thriving. We're going to be 2-2 two two after this week. And we got Taylor's team versus my team, Raw. And his team looks pretty freaking good. It really does. Oh, yeah. I don't love looking at this team and like thinking I'm going to beat them, but I am. I really am. Cause I think there's going to be a move or two done before this week starts is a close matchup by Yahoo. Randy Nayuk, he's probably going to be coming back into my wide receiver ranking. And i just hope to pick up another running back. I would not be shocked to see if Josh Jacobs this week plays again. And I would be thrilled to have him back in my lineup because I'm really missing that, you know, the number two running back. So, Taylor has a good team, nothing against him. I'm really worried about Tyson Williams because, come on, guys. Like, he was supposed to be a stud, and he played freaking Detroit last week, and he barely outproduced Tavius Murray. Like, are you kidding me? Like, those are the matchups we thrive on. So, I don't know what Mitch thinks about this matchup. That's my thoughts. I'm going to beat Taylor, and I apologize, Taylor, for what's going to happen to you. It's going to be a massacre, but I hope you are okay with that. I guess, Mitch, uh... what do you think? I
3: I don't hate what you say. Like, it's totally going to be – I think this is going to be one of the closest ones this week. It's going to be ripped, too. Uh, I think Taylor's going to take it by hair. You're going to hate me you. for saying that, crabs. <laughs> but, like, I just – When you look at – Like, I put Eckler over Barkley. Evans could finish over Shark. Adams – Jefferson's unreal, but Adams mm-hmm. would probably – get more points. Yeah, I got Taylor by a hair.
2: Clay, Josh, hey, what do you think? You I want to th- know what uh, Mitch there The pre- thinks of the Mud Dogs because it, it doesn't matter. The Titans are going to lose based on Mitch's consensus. feel that same way about the Mud Rats sorry? Mud Dogs? Who are they? Hold on. Yeah. Who'd you, who are you going to say? You think the Mud Rats or Mahomes?
3: There's no way in hell... The Mudrats are doing that two weeks in a row. <laughs> okay, I'm so we're tell moving you that on. right now.
2: We're we're moving on. the The Mudrats are going to The Titans are going to lose. Five for Tom. We're moving on. Tommy's Let's boy. move on to the next.
0: Now <laughs> Titans and Mudrats are both losers. <laughs> David T Mac is our next matchup here. So Dave and T Mac Clay, I'll get you to lead us off on this. Okay, well, first of all, I didn't get to say my part
1: about your matchup versus Murat, so I'm going
0: to go (laughs) go ahead and do that,
1: and then I'll move on to the next one. We're falling apart guys. We're
3: falling apart.
1: I think Murat's going to take it. I think Eckler and Adams are going to have huge weeks. That's all I know, 125-92. to On to Dave and T-Mac. I think um, Najee is going to go off again. And I think I think Chubb will just have a little stinker again. So I think Dave's gonna go one thirty to one eleven. I like Dave's team a lot.
0: Yeah. Any guy on Dave's team you're trying to trade for? Uh not that I can tell you. <laughs> no one's
1: listening, bro. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just guy people guy. are gonna listen, so just a couple guys is
0: talking right
1: now. Yeah. Like Yeah, but right. yeah, you're but super... no one knew you're gonna try and and, and buck up the offer. so <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so, Josh, what do you think about this matchup? Dave
2: versus t Mac? I think this is going to either show if T-Max uh, got – I know it's early on, but David's boss team is pretty pretty dope. It's going to come down to who gets the ball, Chubb or Hunt. And if Arizona turns on, if Arizona's turned on and Chubb gets the ball, uh, TD's going to take it, and that's what I think is going to happen. Wow. Ooh. All right, Mitch.
3: This is my, like, this is the powerhouse matchup for me this week. Like, two big boys going at it. I think, because I had Murray and Hopkins have a bad matchup this week, but they had a good matchup last week, so who knows? They might play Unreal this week. I have no idea. So, but I have Dave taking it, but I think this one's going to be close, too.
0: So the I don't next have a score, guys, got...
3: on that one. Sorry.
0: Berge and OB One Jacoby. And I'll start. Mitch, what do you think? They're Actually, you know what? So, sorry, Mitch. You're not the analytical guy anymore. Clay. You yeah, <laughs> no you know. pen and paper touching. What's yep. going on here? Who's winning?
1: <laughs> I'll go for this matchup. You know what? I got Brad winning it. They're both undefeated. They've both been they've both been just giving their all. I got Brad winning 118 to 101. I think Brad wins with Kelsey and Swift 20 points apiece. And then Allen and Diggs combined for fifty against that shitty ass Houston defense.
2: Josh, what do you think? Yeah, uh, no, I, I, you know Clay, I agree just for the simple fact that CMC's out. But if you throw CMC and no. uh, Hollywood plays like he's been playing, he had two drops in the end zone last week. That changes everything, uh-huh. like you said. So you throw Hollywood back in there with a healthy CMC, it's a whole different conversation. But based off what the rosters are right now, you got to give it to Bobo undefeated
0: yeah Top rap, yeah. rap Tevin Coleman in your lineup Top rap Tevin Coleman in the lineup for the 3-0 and team Mitch what do you think about that
3: there's no way CMC's playing next game So there's so many question marks in this game Brad's got a lot of guys out Ferg's got a lot of guys out I feel like Ferg hasn't really done anything yet because he's still got Rondell Moore on the bench but I still have Brad taking it. But there's a lot yeah, of question guess, marks in this one.
0: Who knows what's going to happen tonight because there's going to be waiver wire pickups tonight. So maybe this exactly. will change a lot of what's going to happen. So we'll get into the last team with the most active manager in our league with Nezzy going against James. <laughs> Josh, what do you think?
2: It's a no brainer, James Indigenous team. Yep. September 30th, <laughs> no, I, I agree.
0: That's all right. Mitch, what do you think?
2: Yeah,
3: James, no question. Net, like,
0: I don't think Nezzy's
3: gonna check. I don't think he's gonna put the right people in. And the only hope he has is Henry going off against the Jets and somehow stealing him the week,
0: which <laughs> could happen. Which wins, could happen.
3: I have, yeah, a hundred percent. It could happen. But I still have James because you can't really hope on that. But
1: it's a huge possibility.
0: Clay, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I agree again. I think James is going to keep the momentum from last week, and he's going to win 108-89. to 89. James, put Hunt in your damn lineup. <laughs>
3: Dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would take Julio, put him in Robert Wood's spot, and I'd Absolutely. probably throw Kareem Hunt in the flex. And I'm sure James is pretty knowledgeable of football. I, I would not be shocked to see that happen, and. You know what? I would think Nezzy could get lucky this week just because the fact that, look, Detroit's playing Chicago. Mixon's facing the Jaguars. Derrick Henry's got the Jets. Atlanta, Logan Thomas. Like, he has so many matchups. Like, if he just pays a little bit of attention to his lineup, I think he Mm -hmm. could succeed in this league. But I just don't know if he has it in him. And I'll I'll go James as well. So... Look, everyone's going to be leaning on Team James here. Good for him. He has a decent squad. And, hey, guys, conclude it. Week three is in the books. Week four, hopefully you guys um, you guys lose because I really want to be ahead of you in the lineup like I am Mitch right now and Josh. Well, well great. yeah, I, I love scores,
3: it. Scores were not tied, but record we are.
0: Yeah. So, that's all that matters. So, Josh, anything you want to get off your chest before you leave the podcast? Because I know you got a lot of thoughts in your head, and we'd love to hear them.
2: Just a couple quick ones. They, uh, uh, I don't know if anybody, if you've, if you've been admiring the Mud Rats, Cole Beasley, if you be- rated version, go with Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro's getting the targets. Pay attention to what's going on with that. <laughs> also say, Clay, good luck. But uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy. Go fuck yourself. You're going to get some mud on your face because you're a disgrace. Go <laughs> mud. Rats. That's oh,
1: it. my God. You're
0: unbelievable. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. The most underrealized air yards in week three, Nelson Aguilar has 132. Devontae Adams has 119. Marquise Brown, 115. Will Fuller, 100, 100 yards. And Stefan Diggs, 95. So, I mean, we're all ripping on Stefan Diggs and all that crap, but he's getting a lot of air yards. And look at the other guys above him. Marquise Brown, he could be a complete sleeper. So... If you have them in your lineup, Frank, maybe plug he them in. Good. You never know. Just yeah. make a couple catches there, and you're freaking looking at lights out. So, yep. yeah. let's just put this in the books. Thanks for joining us, Clay.
1: Yeah, hey, thanks for having me, there. boys.
0: Yeah. David Brad Jinx, and let's fucking go. I'll post this later tonight. Beautiful. See you, all. Take care, boys.